Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Graybar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. You know, before every game, I get all kinds of stats and figures on the Cardinals game, and I got this stat. These stats are always fun. Uh, The last time the Cardinals lost two straight games to the Yankees at home in two consecutive days, games four and five of the 1926 World Series. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Wow. Uh, Ollie, no pressure. It's just the 1926 World Series, if if you can pull this off today. That was when Babe Ruth was thrown out at second base as the final out of the Cardinals' first world championship almost a century ago. Happy birthday, Oliver Marble. How are you? Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Doing well. How are you? Uh, doing well. Uh, how have you spent your day today so far? Um, at the stadium and a uh, little coffee. That's about it. But <laughs> That's it. How do you do coffee black, and uh, or do you, do you throw a little something in there? I never asked you that uh, question. Just, just just black. Yeah, me no, you too. You haven't. Um, most people haven't. <laughs> me too. I get after it. I've already had a few today. Well, I was there yesterday for the first game. I did not make the second game. I, I had some family things last night as the, the change of plans. But uh, the first game, wow, what an eruption you had against the Yankees. That was uh, a good pitching performance. I'll get to that in a minute. But you were swinging the bats against a pretty good one, Luis Severino. Uh, yeah, guys put together some really uh, good at bats. It was nice to see, and it's just it's, it's another sign of what our offense is capable of doing. But all around, um, just good game, man. Uh, defense did a nice job. Pitching did a nice job. But offensively, to your point, the guys guys went off. They did, and they got the job done against the Yankees. And then the rain, boy, that was a gusher, and we had to wait around to see that one finish. I know that's a long, long wait. But before that, Jack Flaherty was dynamite. Uh, what is the difference there? Was it, as I speculated before I brought you on, was it just resting that hip? Was that a big difference? Uh, that, that was part of it, and he even said that it, it, it doesn't hurt to to give that a several extra days and not pitch in London and allow that thing to calm down. He felt better about it physically. He was able to feel good about his mechanics and not overcompensating with anything, but uh, established that fastball down in a way, and it opened up the rest of it for him, the curveball. And, I mean, overall, just did a really nice job. But 
um, yeah, I do think that that was a that was a part of it as well. Flaherty does very well, and the Cardinals win that ball game. Final was eleven to four. There were some runs given up there in the ninth inning by Verhagen, but your bullpen was able to get through, finish the game, and get yourself in a good position. And, and again, just to go through the offense real quick, Goldie drove in four. Gorman uh, hits another one. He now has sixteen. He drove in a couple. Kiz had a couple of RBIs as well. Andrew yeah. Kisner. Yeah, he, he's swinging the bat well. Um, doesn't play every day, and it's hard to get into a rhythm. But anytime he's in there, he, he's, he's taken very productive at bat. So he, he got two more knocks and drove in two, and uh, did a really nice job behind the plate. Um, but he he's been uh, he's been pretty good for us this year. And to your point, Gorman uh, drove another one. He hit that one a long ways, but it was also nice nice for him to go left on left and kind of. That line drive to left field stayed on that well. Um, he's feeling a lot better about where his swing's at. And then Goldie uh, drove in four. But overall, some uh, productive at-bats from our lineup. Yeah, no question. Uh, you know you have that firepower in your lineup. And when it's all going, that's what it can do. And then the next game, uh, the, our old friend Harrison Bader. Boy, it was nice to see that ovation, wasn't it? Our our fans yeah. recognize the moment. He's. I know the two of you. Uh, had some very nice parting words for each other as, as he went on to New York. Yeah, I love that dude. I enjoyed having him here um, on and off the field. Obviously, we know what he's capable of doing on the field. And uh, he's an electric player, brings a ton of energy, and the fans absolutely loved him. But off the field, I really enjoyed my time with, with Harrison. He's a good dude. His personality and, and everything he brings was uh, pretty genuine. So I liked Harrison. It was good to see him and get to talk to him a little bit yesterday. So, yeah, good to have him here for a couple of days. Lars Newtbar, another one of your energy guys. He hit a home run right over Harrison's head uh, to make that a 1-1 game. Then the Yankees went up 3-1 on Matthew Libertor, who I, I watched your comments after the game last night and listened to him on our station. And uh, I was interested to hear that because I did – make note of his fastball increasing in velocity. What uh, can you tell us about that? I know you talked about it last night, but for the benefit of our morning audience. Yeah, absolutely. And, and here's the thing that we're going to have to keep in mind. Like Libby's young and he's going to continue to make adjustments every outing. Um, and it's hard to do that at the highest level, but that's what, that's what he's working on. And uh, yesterday the velo was just down and I'm not sure if he was holding back in order to get through more innings and give us a little bit more length, but it's hard for him to pitch at 91 and uh, get away with it with with the rest of the stuff. And he's most effective when that velo ticks up in the 93 to 95 range, which he's more than capable of doing. It showed that he he can. And uh, there's more intent behind it as the the game went on. There was a conversation Dusty had with him in the dugout, and um, he was more effective as the game went on. And uh, it's just a tougher at bat. So um, that's something that we're continuing to work on, but. It's where we're at. When you rear back and let it fly like that, does it increase your overall confidence in everything that you do? For example, would you be more prone to challenge somebody or go inside on somebody or something like that? Is it, does that help? Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's not a command thing, right? Like it's not like he he's dialing it back in order to command the fastball um, as much as just trying to go deeper into the game and not run out of gas. So it, it's a conversation that we need to have and continue to have. Um, but when you just look at his fastball and the ride on his fastball and when he gets swing and miss and when it's effective, um, Velo needs to be there. So the intent needs to be there. Yeah, and I remember in spring training, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there was a point where you said 
or and and Mo and everybody kind of when they talked about Libertor, that you were impressed that he at some point he turned into Matthew Libertor. I'm going to go get this spot in the rotation. Uh, he ultimately didn't get it. He started in Memphis, but that you all were impressed that he not flipped a switch, but he he showed no, this new personality. Right. You know? Yeah, you're absolutely right, and that personality had intent behind it, and. Um, he, he's shown flashes of it while he's been up here, but you can see that it was easier for the Yankees to take the approach that they had in that first inning where they were just kind of seeing him deep, taking that fastball to the right side. And um, once he turned it up a little bit and started kind of mixing the rest of the stuff, it's just a more difficult at bat. He was able to get uh, a string of outs there in the middle part of that game. But um, Yes, in spring training, there there was a point towards the end where there was a, there was just more intent and conviction behind his stuff that allowed him to take that next step, and uh, now we're looking for that next one. Now, he's a young guy, of course. We always remember that. So is Dakota Hudson, but Dakota has been through some games and he's been through some environments. And here you go in the fifth inning yesterday. Libertor is removed after a Trevino double and a LeMahieu ground out. There's one out and then a walk to Torres, and you put in Hudson to face Stanton and Rizzo. Uh, but uh, Dak's been there, hasn't he? Yeah, Dak's been there. He's pitched in some uh, some big moments, and uh, this isn't this is his first time at this, and, and he's pitched in some tough environments as well. So um, we didn't think twice about being able to use him there. Um, it was a better matchup to get to get Huddy on, on Stanton there, and uh, – he was able to get him to fly out the center and then punched out Rizzo looking um, and did his job and went back out there and gave us two more innings. And he was, he was efficient. I mean, pounded the zone, mixed the stuff. He was on the ground a lot, a lot of weak contact. And that's the best adapt that we, uh, we need right there. So that was a very good showing uh, for his first time up here this year. Yeah, I know it's only two and two-thirds, but of course everyone, uh, including me, will start thinking, I wonder if he gets another look, you know, at some point. I mean, we all know that the rotation is what it is. I mean, you're probably always looking for candidates. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's going to allow us to, to move forward is, is finding a way for that rotation to be more consistent. And um, when, when those guys pound the zone and throw up zeros, our offense um, is good enough to – to do what they've done, which is they, they, they put up runs. Um, we play clean baseball, and uh, we, we need to be able to do that. So regarding regarding Dak, he was the 27th man. He has to go back down. Um, we won't use him for a couple of days, but um, definitely in the back of our mind as far as how we can use him moving forward um, in the next couple of series. One more thing before we move to today's game and Jordan Montgomery against Garrett Cole, but – uh, one thing I noticed yesterday, the only regular in your lineup on Fri- on Saturday, game one, to not get a hit was Jordan Walker, who had his hitting streak snapped. And what does he do? He comes out. I mean, he hammered that ball, but that's a regular thing for him. Down the third base line, pumps his fist at second base with an RBI double. No, he hit that ball really hard. And uh, he's been taking really good at-bats. Unfortunately, it snapped the hitting streak, but... He'll get another one going here. He's done a really nice job of settling in and slowing the game down. And he, um, man, he, he he brings really good energy too. Um, he's consistently working in the outfield with Willie in order to improve out there. And he, I mean, when I say he's working hard, he's working hard. And it, it's not a lack of effort at all on his end. It's just going to take time for him to uh, get to the point where he gets comfortable out there. But offensively, he continues to take very, very productive at bats.
These are the games that Jordan Montgomery uh, was brought in for uh, when he was acquired at the trade deadline, and it, literally that's what happened. He came in, his first game was against the Yankees on that Saturday, and he came through with flying colors. I wonder how pumped he is today to face Garrett Cole and the Yankees. No, this will be a, a really good matchup. Obviously, we know what, what Cole brings to the table. We've seen him a decent amount throughout the years, but uh, it'll be a, a very, very good um, game to watch. And then Monty's uh, fired up. I mean, this is a guy that's consistently given us a chance to win every time out, and uh, we look forward to, to watching this one. Absolutely. Uh, your bullpen seems to be somewhat rested. I mean, you had Flaherty go... I mean, I know yesterday Libertor only gave you four and a third, but uh, you do have Hicks, you've got Geo, uh, you've got some people that, that you could lean on here. Stratton's kind of a rubber arm. I never really <laughs> leave him out of anything. Yeah, we got some guys available today, Hicks and Geo, obviously. Uh, we'll see how Stratton comes out, and if he's sore, if he's able to go, and then you still got Palante and Cavi in that group. Uh, right. Probably give Matt another day after throwing 64. Um but, yeah, we'll go from there. I guess Matt's is another candidate, isn't he, for, to jump into this rotation if you needed it? Yeah, if needed. And that's where we're we're going to have to take a long look at it to make sure that um, we have a couple options there. And um, we're going to have to have somebody on Wednesday. Um, so we'll take a good look at it and figure out what makes the most sense. Gotcha. Now. And he's looked good in the bullpen for you. And, he uh, really has. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to Geo, you and I have talked about Geo, I, th- I feel like, a million times. I've always felt like there's really good Geo and then there's bad Geo. I mean, that things things can happen. And uh, that the other day it happened. Uh, just how, how do you look at your right-hander who you've leaned on for, I mean, it's no secret, you lean on him for big, big situations in the eighth. Yeah. I mean, Tom, if we're being honest, it's just – He's had some really good outings for us. He had four or five in a row where he gave up a a hit here and there, no runs, and then he's had some that haven't looked good. But the reality is it's what we've got. If you look at our right-handed options uh, outside of Hicks in the ninth, um, you rotate rotate it around and figure out who wants to run with that opportunity. But um, Gio's been a guy that has had success for us. Has he had his ups and downs? Absolutely. But the rest of that pen has – their ups and downs. So uh, that's where we're at, man. Yeah, I hear you. And then the last one is, is this, and that's Adam Wainwright. I wanted to finish with this because I felt like that was a poignant moment. Uh, we all know Adam Wainwright. I don't think there's a person in this listening audience who who doubts Adam Wainwright's will and what he wants to give to this organization and what he has. You had to approach him in that dugout knowing that he had emer- emotions swirling after – a performance that just doesn't live up to his standards. What uh, What is said there, and how do you handle him moving forward? Basically, to keep your head as high as it's ever been, you've accomplished a lot in this game, and it's not over. And um, he, he's appreciative, and I'm appreciative of the fans that have stood behind him. It, has it looked the way we've all anticipated or even Adams anticipated? No, not at all. Um but am I giving up on Adam Wainwright? No chance. I, I'm not. He's going to make his next start. And, um, man, he's determined to, to turn this around. And our hope is that he does that. So um, it, it's it's easy to give up on people, man. That's, that's the easiest thing to do. It's, it's easy to turn on guys. And, and, and that's just not what we're about here. Um, he's going to go out there. He's going to compete. And our hope is that this next outing looks different than the last two. Um, so that's where we're at. 
I always appreciate these times, especially right before a ball game that you spend with us. Thank you for this. No, no doubt. And happy birthday. Absolutely. Hope, I appreciate you, hope you get a W for your birthday. That'd be pretty good. I, I would love that. <laughs> Thanks for the visit. All right, take care. Tom. Oliver Marmel with us on KMOX Cardinals Manager. It's 1031. This is Sports on a Sunday Morning, powered by Graybar. When we come back, uh, we will hear about uh, something else that's happening around baseball. Just kind of take a little trip around. But I also want to dive into hockey for the Blues fans. And City fans, don't worry. we got Lutz coming at 11.15. We're going to do lots of soccer right out of the gate in the 11 o'clock hour. John Mosellock will circle back to baseball at 11.30. But let's take a little trip around Major League Baseball when we come back and see what's going on among other teams and the Blues, who made some acquisitions here over the last several days. The biggest one, we will hear from him directly. That's next. It's 1032. This is Sports on a Sunday Morning on KMOX, sponsored by Graybar. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.